0: merry christmas i'm charles morris and welcome to the haven today christmas special called veiled in flesh the christ of christmas
1: With angelic hosts proclaim Christ is born in Bethlehem Hark the herald angels sing Glory to the newborn King.
0: What a way to celebrate Christmas. Of course, that's from a Charlie Brown Christmas singing one of my favorite Christmas carols, Hark, the Herald Angels Sing. And the title of our special this year comes from the second chorus of this line of that wonderful carol, Veiled in Flesh. But what in the world does that mean? Theologians call this the incarnation, or sometimes we explain it to children that it was when God became man. Yet Jesus was more than that because he was born truly God, but also truly man. The infinite God veiled himself in flesh so that we might know him. My friend, on this Christmas, this is good news in a bad news world. Wow, has 2020 been filled with more bad news than we ever expected. So that's why I want to take some time with you to listen to some of the songs of Christmas and to hear about Jesus from the scriptures. And I think by the time we finish, you'll find your heart warmed by the message of Jesus, no matter where you are today. In a car on the way to visit family. Or staying isolated away from family and friends because of a pandemic. Maybe just wrapping a Christmas present. Open your heart to the good news of Christmas, that God Himself has become veiled in flesh.
1: Hark, the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn King, peace on. of peace hey.
0: their Christmas worship initiatives, Shane and Shane, with that hymn written originally by Charles Wesley, Hark the Herald Angels Sing, the baby who was laid in a manger was also the true and living God. Maybe it sounds like a myth, maybe a fanciful story to warm your heart once a year, but it is no myth. And it's not a truth that affects us just one day or one season out of the year. It ought to affect every day of a Christian's life. Won't you stay with me as we set our sights and our eyes on the amazing reality that Jesus is truly God? He is your Savior, I pray. But if he is your Savior, he's also your creator. I want us to look at a passage way, way back in Exodus 3. A famous story of a burning bush. The Israelites had spent 400 years in bondage. The great tyrant Pharaoh kept them in slavery under his powerful thumb, but not for much longer. God was about to save them, and he would do that through a reluctant shepherd named Moses. In Exodus 3, Moses has a question for God. Listen to how God answered in verse 13. Moses said to God, Suppose I go to the Israelites and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they ask me, What is his name? Then what shall I tell them? And then in verse 14, God said to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites I am, has sent me to you. God's name, I am. That's who he is. He has no past. He has no future. He's the eternal God who lives outside of time and space. That is a reminder we need in our day and age. The one who saved the Israelites from their slavery was no one less than their creator God. Only he was powerful enough to do it. Only he is the great Haim. I wonder if you realize that sin is an even worse tyrant than the Pharaoh. Paul the Apostle says that apart from grace, we were all just slaves to sin. No one less than God, our Creator, can save us. Well, today, as you look forward to the warmth and the light of Christmas, do not forget the coming of Jesus was the coming of our Creator to save us from slavery to sin. In John chapter 8, the religious leaders were confronting Jesus again. He had made it sound like he was around even during the time of Abraham, millennia earlier. They didn't like what he was implying. So they said to him, you are not yet 50 years old, and you have seen Abraham? And that's when Jesus said to them, truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. Jesus Christ, that baby in the manger, was and is God himself, veiled in flesh, the creator and the only one powerful enough to save you. You may be facing all kinds of troubles right now this Christmas. Maybe Christmas makes you feel even worse. Well, let me just say that Jesus is mighty to save. Whatever sins you're struggling with, they no longer condemn you Because Jesus is mighty to save. He's the Creator, the Savior, the Great I Am. You're listening to Haven Today and a special Christmas program veiled in flesh, the Christ of Christmas. And that was John Rutter conducting the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra with the Cambridge Singers from Handel's Messiah, For Unto Us a Child is Born. Do you ever find yourself thinking about God like He's not near? It can be easy to feel like God is only distant, that He's far away, There were many times that the people of Israel felt that way. Even though they had their temple where the Lord's very presence dwelt, sometimes the God of Israel seemed to be distant. That was the case in the reign of Ahaz. At that time, David's one united kingdom was divided. Judah in the south, Israel in the north. Ahaz was the king of Judah, and he found himself in a tight spot. The king of Israel had formed an alliance with a pagan king, Razan of Aram, and together they set out to conquer Judah. We read in Isaiah seven two the hearts of Ahaz and his people were shaken, as the trees of the forest are shaken by the wind. What a picture. I can relate to that. I think you can as well. This year there have been hurricanes and tropical storms on the east coast of North America. There have been high winds and wildfires on the west coast whether you experienced any of this yourself or saw them on the news you've seen how trees can snap like twigs and be torn apart by a fiery gust that's what the people of israel experienced not just in the time of ahaz but for centuries as they had longed for relief and deliverance when the hearts of God's people shake like the wind of the trees, he tells them about their coming Messiah. And that's what he did for the people of Judah in their time when they were trembling. Here's what scripture says in Isaiah 7, 14. The Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. A sign shall
1: begin virgin will conceive a human
0: A song recorded many years ago by a man who lives in Franklin, Tennessee, Michael Card, singing Emmanuel here on a Christmas program called Veiled in Flesh. Emmanuel, the Hebrew phrase for with us, and El, one of the titles for God Himself. This child, born miraculously from the womb of a virgin, would be called Emmanuel. God with us. 700 years later, an angel visited a man named Joseph. The news was that his fiancée, a virgin named Mary, would be with child by the power of the Holy Spirit. She would give birth to the one who would save them from their sins. Here's how Matthew explains this story in his very first chapter. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. There were 700 years between the prophecy and the fulfillment. Think about that for a moment. How many more times would the hearts of God's people shake? More than once, they would feel alone. But they had this promise. One day a child is coming. He would be God himself. Yes, the same God who sometimes feels far away. But in his arrival, the Lord of all creation would be veiled in flesh. Emmanuel, God with us. The world has certainly felt the winds of change in this past year. It's been a year of disruption, delays, even heartbreak. Is your heart shaking today? Do you feel the loneliness of this season overwhelming you? Well, you're not alone. The Lord himself is with you. Jesus Christ, God in the flesh, and by his spirit, you are never alone. This Christmas, he is rest for those who are shaken, and he's near to those who feel alone. Reach out to him. You can do it by faith, and you can find his presence again.
1: God rest, Call on for them. And- O tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy, O oh, tidings of comfort and joy
0: What a blend that group has. They're called the Tinners. God rest you, merry gentlemen, here on a Haven Ministries special, Veiled in Flesh, The Christ of Christmas. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me on this Christmas Eve. When you have time, we'd love to hear from you. You can call us. Call us for prayer at eight hundred six five four 800 65 Haven or visit us at HavenToday.org. I hope you can join us tomorrow as we finish this short but special series called Veiled in Flesh, The Christ of Christmas.
2: Here for your encouragement and your walk with God. This is David Wolin with Haven Ministries inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. When God delivered Israel from slavery in Egypt, each household was commanded to sacrifice a lamb without defect or blemish. Its blood was to cover the door frames of their houses and the angel of death would pass over them. Now, fast forward to Jerusalem. It's the reign of King Herod, unblemished lambs were a valuable commodity which is why shepherds were often required to be present when they were born. They were to testify that the lamb was truly unblemished and therefore worthy of sacrifice. So, ever wonder why God sent shepherds to visit the newborn king? The words of John the Baptist 33 years later were, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Get started with Anchor Devotional today. Visit GetAnchor.com.